It's not a bad campfire smell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were burning like legitimate wood. It wasn't like pressure treated uh, or like chemically coated. Or, you know, and, you other know, things stuff that you, that you were trying to dispose of. Yeah, you, know, you shouldn't be burning. Fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was not a garbage fire. It was legit. It was a, uh, it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful evening of uh, making... Uh, hot dogs. Well, not making hot dogs because that would be disgusting. <laughs> uh, cooking hot dogs. Co- cooking hot dogs, which also in its own right <laughs> can be disgusting depending yeah. on the hot dog and the, the brand that they're in. A lot that you of buy. variables here. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's that and s'mores. Mm, s'mores. Mm. Chocolate, marshmallows, graham crackers. Mm. Delicious. Nice. Welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. This is episode 24. Woo-hoo. You hope? Please check the show notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you can hear, there are three of us tonight. Uh, got Colin back, of course. Hi there. Ted is with us again. Hello. And you've got myself, Ken. So before we dive into topic tonight... Got a handful of other things to talk about. First off, uh, you can find us in more places now. So we are now on, if you are already a user of TuneIn or TuneIn Radio, is it, I know it is TuneIn Radio, but I think they just go by TuneIn now. But anyways, Mm. we're on there. And we're also on Stitcher. So podcast listening services of your choice. We are on two more of them. Right on. Branching out. Yep. Definitely. And also, we'd like to take a moment to... Give a shout out and a big note of congratulations, actually, to Scouts Mexico, because apparently October marks the 90th year of scouting in Mexico. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Congratulations to them. Yeah. So well done, Scouting Mexico. Mm -hmm. And actually, on that note, October marks one other birthday, ours. Our first episode went up on October 8th. Seriously? I registered the domain on October 6th. Wow. Happy birthday to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are we doing to celebrate, Scouter Ken? <laughs> I have no clue because the actual birthday kind of falls between when this one releases, when this episode releases and when the next one releases. Yeah. But next episode is 25. Maybe so. we could auto, uh, you know, uh, just like have a auto clip of uh, a champagne bottle pop, cork popping or something. Yeah. You know? There you go. i will honestly see what (laughs) online free sound libraries i have access to have but uh no hey that's 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 good Uh, congratulations to scouting mexico though um i distinctly remember the contingent from mexico at the world jamboree that you and i were at uh, yes and uh they are a wonderful group of people to hang out with and have a good time. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, they were. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. No, it wasn't a Mexican contingent that we ran into at CJ97. But, yeah, no, they were they were pretty awesome at, uh, at WJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> well, you know, in a way, the, the international theme kind of pertains. 
And, you know, mm-hmm. it's good to mention mention a jamboree as well, because we're actually going to be talking about a form of jamboree, not like uh, get everybody together in the middle of a field and have a big camp out jamboree, though. This is actually something that... Is this a jamboree of the mind? <laughs> well... <laughs> in my a way. To your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be in my mind. Look, just because we were talking about Star Trek before the show... <laughs> um... No, uh, we're going to be talking about Jota Jody, J-O-T-A-J-O-T-I. As opposed to J-O-D-I. <laughs> or J-O-D-Y. <laughs> or, or, or Jota, a really horrible mispronunciation <laughs> on, of on, a, a Star Wars character's what, wasn't name. Wasn't there a... Y-O-D-A? <laughs> wasn't there a brief period where it was J-O-T-N before it became J-O-T-I? I think, yes, Jotun, that's right, yeah. which Jody is Oten also, uh, if you know <laughs> which is a Norse your, form, you know, the Norse word for giant. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, if you know your Norse mythology or even just, you know, insert various fantasy video games here, um, yeah. But anyways, Jota, Joti, we actually had a little bit of experience with that back when we were all in Scouts. Mm-hmm. That Back was when of, the internet was dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was even before the internet. Well, actually, well, this, no. is, this is before common people used the internet. It was, yeah, this was when, this was when IRC was the hot new thing. Right. Novelty. Yes. And, I mean, we were at the 100 plus camp. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, just outside of Edmonton. And they had, I mean, 100 plus was a, was a competition camp, was an activity camp, so there were a lot of different events that you did, but they had one tent off to the side, which, I mean, the generator in there was constantly running and they had a couple of computers set up and I don't know how they had internet connectivity out there, but they figured it out and they had an IRC chat room up, which was, you know, one of the first jamborees on the internet, jamborees on the net. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were we briefly experienced the very end of the jamboree on the air era. Yes. Yes, there was we that. were also well, there. No, well, and it's Joda, still a thing. Joda is still a thing. It's not okay. like that era ended. But yeah, that's right. They used to do Joda at... Um, 100 plus. Right. Before we started running. That's right. Camps. When we were we were participating as scouts yeah. rather than... Right. Yeah. And I mean, the reason for the overlap is because we typically focused 100 plus on that third weekend in October, mm-hmm. which traditionally is also when Jota and now Joti are held. So mm-hmm. this year, for example, it's going to be October uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th, right? Yeah. So it's always the weekend after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Right. The Canadian Thanksgiving. The Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, yes. Quant- for those of you listening from the BSA side. Yes. Of, uh, <laughs> Clarify that. Canadians do the big turkey day in, uh, in yeah. October. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I would not recommend necessarily doing a challenge camp the weekend after American Thanksgiving. It'd be, <laughs> be a little cold. <laughs> well, <laughs> there are winter challenge camps though. Yes, that's true. But <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, like that was, that was something that we kind of experienced even back when we were scouts. So that kind of gives you an idea of about how long this has been going on. So <clears throat> what exactly is it? It is actually an official event of the World Organization of the Scouting Movement. It's, um, you know, it is an official jamboree. And again, that is what it stands for. Jamboree on the air and jamboree on the internet. J-O-T-A, J-O-T-I, Jota Jody. It's a youth program event. 
Um, but it is really open to and intended for members of the scouting movement uh, pretty much of all ages. And the idea is that much as is the case with, you know, a live and in-person jamboree, right? Like a world jamboree mm-hmm. or uh, a national jamboree. The idea is that, you know, you want to bring scouts together from basically all over the world and, you know, just give them an opportunity to interact with each other. Except that in this case, you're not doing that by collecting them all into one big field. You're doing this by, you know... Giving them the tools, essentially, to communicate with each other. Exactly. So the cost, the cost to get in on it and to participate in it is, of course, significantly lower. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not talking Mm -hmm. travel expenses at this point. You're just trying to find a place where you all have um, good either internet connectivity or, I mean, access to uh, a ham radio. Yes. And that is, that is entirely how it happens, you know, whether by amateur radio or the internet, um, it allows scouts from around the area and around the world to really just take a little time in the place that they're in to celebrate the fact that, hey, this scouting thing is not just something that happens in my city, mm-hmm. in my group. Like, this is a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. And there are people all around the world who are just as jazzed about it as I am. Now, this being, uh, b- being something that uh, happens on, the, on this weekend, um, the, I, I guess the ability um, for anyone to uh, join up or anyone to join that conversation is only limited by like you said the internet uh, or uh, or ham radio right so right. you can be a lone scout or um an individual in, in your house uh, a scout in your house and still make that that connection to uh the larger group that's right definitely because i mean <clears throat> irc clients not all of them are free but um there are several that are uh, they're available for desktop. You can get them even on your phone. There's a couple of good ones for, um, you know, uh, iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, getting involved in an IRC chat room is pretty darn easy. And <clears throat> refresh my memory, uh, Ken, what is IRC again? IRC stands for Internet Relay Chat. It's one of the oldest, um, it's one of the oldest internet based chat technologies out there. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, now we've got, now, of course, there's been a huge proliferation. I mean, you know, we lived through the era of ICQ and MSN Messenger. Nowadays, uh, those technologies have gone largely by the wayside. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of them is really much used anymore. Now there's stuff like, um, in a way, IRC was kind of also a precursor to some forms of social media, right? Like, you know, you can kind of trace Snapchat back to it because you okay. know snapchat is still very much about the back and forth exchange the IRC right? is, a dialogue there yeah the irc is kind of like the originator of that that of whole that, idea of you know, communicating online yeah. and sharing stuff online so is that kind of like a stream of consciousness like it, as you type uh and hit send away it goes and then just populate pops up on the yeah i mean a well-populated irc channel is mm-hmm. entirely a stream of consciousness um because you know you might, there might be a hundred different people in the channel. 
all conversing and all kind of talking around a bunch of different topics. And so it can almost be challenging after a while to kind of sort out, you know, okay, well, I'm mostly talking with like these four people in this sea of responses that I see scrolling past me, right? Mm -hmm. But it can also be, you know, just one-on-one -on -one conversation. It really depends on the channel you're in. It really depends mm -hmm. on how active the participants in the channel are. So sometimes it can just be, you know, almost an individual discussion. And sometimes it's just a big noisy room and you're just trying right. to keep track of who you're actually talking to. So, so does Jody then, uh, is that something, um, is just a single IRC chat going on or would well, there be multiple, uh, multiple chats? I believe there are multiple channels here. I mean, okay. <clears throat> the overall coordination for Joda Jody is actually handled, uh, by the world Joda Jody team. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they're led by coordinator. They're supported right from the World Scout Bureau. And uh, let's actually have a look here. Jota rules, calling frequencies. Sorry, I'm just going to quickly look at the rules here. That's more for... That's ham radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I'm... good to good to know that there are rules for that, too. Yep. Yes. Don't don't be a jerk. No oh. flame wars. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're all on the same side well, here. Yep. Well, I mean, and like ham radio as itself is it's an interesting precursor because the the kind of like long distance communication mm -hmm. and the sort of communication relationships that would build up are really interesting precursor to what we just take for granted with the internet today. Right. Um I remember the uh the hundred plus um scout camp when we were mm -hmm. participants and uh it was joda only yeah. and we were in a room um listening to the the various communication through the hand radio and um there was also morse code going on so right. yes the that that whole method of communication which i'm i'm sure is still used i just less and less like there's a lot i know that they're uh, there's even like, you know, I, as far as I know, even like things like sea travel, where mm -hmm. people used to use that, that's starting mm -hmm. to just sort of f fall by the wayside. Oh, really? Yeah. I've, I figured that that would be the last kind of safe haven for Morse code was just, you know, yeah. nautic uh, for, for nautical uh, use. Guess communication tech has just gotten that much better. Uh, I guess, yep. but... I mean, the the thing about Morse code too is it was, you know, bandwidth, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's basically just, <laughs> it's very low bandwidth communication. And these days that's much less and less of a concern, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So. Okay. Anyways. Uh, circling back around to my, my, yeah. my, my question about. Uh, and actually, sorry, this is going to sound completely disjointed, but okay. I was just thinking too Stream that if I had to pick like two, if I had to pick like the two modern services that probably have the most owing to IRC, mm -hmm. um, if you've heard of Slack, which is kind of a, uh, a business oriented uh, group chat okay. technology, yep. it's very IRC like. Mm hmm. And then um, Discord, which is what I use for my other podcast. Oh, okay. Um, but it's text and audio chat mm -hmm. um, centered around gaming. Like it's kind of built to overlay mm -hmm. uh, games that you're playing. Mm -hmm. And But I mean, it's just, it's <clears throat> just in general, if you're looking for a good free chat text option, Discord is it. It's a really good service. Okay. But anyways, those two, Slack and Discord kind of seem to be the modern 
version. Direct inheritors of IRC. Okay. But like I say, any web-based chat technology probably regards IRC as, you know, like a distant grandparent. Mm. Anyways, Internet Relay Chat for Jota Jody. Um, the, the IRC component of Jody is technically you can use your own channel, but the World Organization of the Scouting Movement recommends the use of the IRC services provided by ScoutLink. Okay. And ScoutLink are cool because they um, don't just provide scouting-focused IRC channels in a bunch of different languages. And these channels are all moderated by like trained channel operators. They have a dedicated staff that's there to make sure that you know nobody's um, <clears throat> being profane or mm-hmm. you know, being rude or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, very friendly, reasonably safe online environment. Right. Um, but ScoutLink also maintains Minecraft servers, scouting-focused Minecraft servers. Okay. And during mm-hmm. Jyoti events, those servers are, I mean, the servers are opened up anyways, but mm-hmm. during Jyoti events, they encourage actually any scouts who want to and have access to Minecraft yeah. to just hop on in and start building in their Minecraft servers. Very Build cool. a fire and boil water in Minecraft. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a whole new spin on the term Scoutcraft, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I went there. In my defense, I went there like a year ago. Yeah, we were, we, we were talking about that a year ago. I'm, I, I, yeah. I distinctly remember. Not a new joke, no. but anyways. So... Yeah, Scout Link, and I mean, you can go to jodajoti.info and find all of this information and links to Scout Link and the how-tos and everything yeah. else, right? Mm-hmm. So Scout Link's general um, etiquette for participating in their channels was first, read a little bit of the channel content before you jump in, right? And that's actually kind of important because it goes mm-hmm. back to that stream of consciousness thing, right? When you have a lot of people in a channel, you jump into the channel... Text just going to start scrolling by. People, yeah. are, you're gonna, you're coming into the room mid conversation, and so <laughs> any, take a minute. I was going to say, anybody that lives it uh, or has a large family knows the importance of choosing when to jump into a conversation, and yep. and if you're really good at it, you can like jump into a, you can hold down like three different conversations at a time. But this strikes me as something that you have to kind of know what's going on before you uh, before you leap. Pretty much. Like, I mean, generally speaking, when you jump into an IRC channel, it's, it's by all means fine to say hi. And there'll be, you know, friendly people who will say hi back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, take a minute or two to just watch some of the channel traffic and kind of get a sense for what the conversation's on about. If someone asks you a question, by all means, just engage with them. If you just want to dive in on the topic, yeah, give yourself a couple of minutes to figure out what the topic is and where they've gone with it. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Yeah, And then by all means, uh, jump in. You don't necessarily need to greet everyone, right? Like for you coming in, just saying mm-hmm. hello is fine. And then anyone who wants to say hello back will say hello back. Mm-hmm. Um, equally, not everybody in the channel is going to want to talk to you, right? I mean, if people say hello back to you, they're probably more willing to engage with you yes. than I, others would be. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure if you're being um, chatted at, you know, it's because somebody wants to uh, have a conversation. Or is at least yeah. open as to it, yeah. 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 As in the physical world, too. Yeah. You say hello to somebody and they don't say hello back. They probably <laughs> don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's, 
you know, I mean, by all means, once you start engaging in the channel, engaging on the topic, you'll probably find people who do start addressing you directly and you're more than welcome to address them back. But equally, I mean, it's like walking into a, lar- a room full of people, right? You're going to find people to talk to, but you're not necessarily going to talk to every single person in the room. That's not what, how it's typically going to play out. And that's fine. Um, the last couple of bits of etiquette, uh, this one is always amusing to me. So IRC is mostly um, text-focused, but you can actually play sounds in in channels. Oh. Yes, you can play uh, wave and MIDI files okay. in the channels. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> is that considered ba- bad it's, form? It's considered exceedingly bad form. <laughs> uh, unless there's, you know, some very specific context for it, it's generally considered pretty bad form. Um, and the last thing is uh, there's a practice in IRC called idling, mm-hmm. um, which is basically just leaving yourself logged into the channel even though you've wandered away from your computer and are, you know, asleep for the night. Right. Again, don't do that. If you're actually going to leave the channel, leave the channel. Make the make the effort to just log yourself out. Yeah. Well, that seems uh, hmm. that seems like pretty customary stuff, you know. You yep. know, I mean, this is kind of sounding like a really good avenue to talk about basic netiquette with, you know, your beavers, cub scouts, etc. Yes, and actually, uh, we'll probably even cover that off a little bit in the episode here. And yes, that's definitely um, an option for us. Well, you know what? I mean, that's <clears throat> that is actually a really good thing to get into. So, because I mean, let's face it. Now, I you would hope in a scouting focused event in a scouting focused environment that the general level of safety would be higher. But let's face it. Yeah, you are going online. Mm-hmm. You are as a, you know, your consideration as a scout is that you're a youth and you're going online. Your consideration as a scouter is that youth in your care are going to be going online and they're going to be engaging with other people online. And so there are, there's always a level of risk there, right? I mean, hopefully as scouts, um, we're conducting ourselves online in ways that comport with the law and the promise and and the motto of our particular section. And mm-hmm. that re- reflect well on on ourselves as individuals, for yeah. one, mm-hmm. and, you know, on the scouting movement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's worth maybe remembering a, a few of those things. Uh, a scout is courteous, so respect the forms, the manners, mm-hmm. customs established uh, by convention in the channel, because a lot of these internet communities are kind of their own little societies, mm-hmm. right? And especially because we're doing an international event, you're also then going to get people coming in from wildly different cultures and societies. Yes. yes. All kind of trying to mesh in one place. So there's a lot, there has to be a lot of, of, of give and take. There has to be a, a, a great deal of respect for the fact that you're going to be encountering people who are just different mm-hmm. and their customs are going to be different and their manner of speaking is going to be a little different. And even just the established rules of the channel, the IRC environment that you might be in. It just might be a little bit different than what you're necessarily used to. Well, I mean, there's also the fact that today, like having having an online presence or living in the world isn't really optional anymore. So the you know the fact that part of the life skills that people need now is learning how to navigate that effectively. Exactly, and I mean, again, 
Commun- Can, well, sorry. The, this is just a sorry now. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I the thought I was uh, having is like communication um, through uh, a text based program is always going to be more challenging than uh, any personal interaction you are going to have with an individual. Yes, because. Um, sitting in a room with you guys, I can see your facial expressions. I can see your body language, all of that, all of that stuff that lends itself towards effective mm-hmm. communication, right? Mm-hmm. I send you a text message and you have to infer that, or oh, that's right. All the nonverbal, all, all the, all of the nonverbal yep. cues that, um, and you know, all the, all the gifs and emojis in the world can't make up for, that nonverbal yeah. communication that happens in a face-to-face situation. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's that's one of the things you are going to ha- um, come to realize, like with an with an IRC chat room mm-hmm. or just ch- uh, chatting in ve- in general, is that you, text is can always be taken out of context. Exactly, and this is actually where it gets to be even more of a challenge in an international context, context. because. You know, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to, at least the way I conduct myself online in a conversation, I type more or less the same way I speak. Mm -hmm. And how I speak is, of course, very influenced by being in a Western Canadian, you know, I mean, this is where I grew up. This is where I, this is the society that I've, you know, been enculturated into. And so... You know, my, my manner of speaking and the, the turns of phrase, the expressions I'll use, the they're slang. all going to be heavily influenced yeah. by that. The yeah. slang, the, the vernacular, it's all going to yeah. be influenced by that, right? Mm-hmm. But also, English is my first language. So I'm very comfortable talking in English. If I'm talking with someone from another part of the world, mm-hmm. and especially if I'm talking with someone whose first language isn't necessarily English... And there are a lot of English speakers in the world who's, mm-hmm. if or whom it is a second or third or exactly. even more language. Their word choice is going to be a little bit different. The vernacular they understand and don't is going to be a lot different. Mm-hmm. And at least in my experience, they're going to seem to just speak in a more direct way. You know, like if I was just reading, if I was just reading their text, it's going to sound more direct and a little bit more curt. Mm-hmm. Right, because right. that just kind of seems to be an uh, an artifact tr- of how ESL yeah. works, right? Like, yeah, there's and not a, a translation yeah. to English, right? It's Should it's more direct, and it's there's not a lot of that flavor text that gets inserted in there, right? That's right. Yeah, actually, I mean, this will this will also be the case for French too, because Canada has two official languages, English and French, mm-hmm. and there are many many people in other parts of the world who speak English as second language. There are also many parts of the world where people speak French. So right, and Quebecois French is different than France French, which is different from Swiss French, which is different from African French, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, lots of opportunities to misinterpret Mm -hmm. and i think another part of you know being a scout and being therefore courteous online is to just understand understand that you know what even if the way a person put it seems a little strange or if it seems a little bit brusque Mm -hmm. don't impute a bad motive to them you know it might just be that you know they might actually be communicating a way that they understand to be very very friendly but just, you know, again, word choice, experience with the language that they're using mm-hmm. might make it sound to 
someone on the other end, like they're being a little bit more direct and, and curt and, you know, mm. not necessarily anyways. So, so that way, if you're communicating with somebody in, you know, your second or third or et cetera language, hopefully they'll extend the same courtesy to you. Yes, exactly. So, you know, that, I think that also goes, yeah, to that air of courtesy. It's just like, you know, even if your first impulse is maybe to be a little bit off put by, you know, the text that comes to you, um, because, you know, in your mind, it seems to have, uh, the wrong tone. I mean, at the end of the day, you're reading text on a screen. Tone is only ever inferred. So mm-hmm. it's probably more courteous to assume that, you know, if you've been having a good chat, otherwise the other person hasn't suddenly gone stone yeah. cold on you. Yeah. I, I would always read it in more of a neutral tone anyways, because that's generally how I respond to, uh, any messages that I receive, uh, on a personal level is I just, you know, take, take that step back and just read it in a, in an emotionally neutral tone. Yep. And that way, you know, it just is what, you know, there's, there is no, there is no, um, there's less ambiguity. To yeah, it at any rate, yeah, right? exactly. And actually you make another, or you mentioned a point there too, uh, regarding replying to messages, you know, mm-hmm. because that's another part of courtesy is that if someone does actually, you know, reach out to communicate with you, good netiquette is, you know, to communicate back. Mm-hmm. Um, related to this, uh, because I mean, again, this is a jamboree. You're going to be meeting scouts from around the world. Badge trading, which we talked about previously, mm-hmm. happens in the context of Jota Jody. Really? Right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean. Mail me a badge. Yeah. People hmm. promise to, you know, people offer to exchange badges online. And so, you know, mailing addresses get exchanged and you send a send a badge to Switzerland or Dubai or wherever, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, hopefully you get a badge back, but that's the thing. Keep your word. If you do promise to engage in a badge exchange, do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sort of coming back, circling back a little bit, you know, just keep your own language in mind. Don't do any, don't use language, which is obviously <laughs> easily interpreted as offensive just try and be positive and constructive and, you know, really just focus on the fun of, hey, I'm online and there's a bunch of other scouts online and this I, is a really cool opportunity yeah. to meet people. Yeah, and learn about what scouting is like in other places in the world, um, you know, <clears throat> or what it's like to live in other places in the world if you've not been outside of your city, province, country. Right? Yep. Now, we talked about badge trading, but... It's also worth noting that, you know, especially for youth members, online safety, and I kind of mentioned this before, but, you know, it's worth getting into this a little bit more. Online safety is also a concern. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you know what? I mean, you want to assume that people on the internet are being real. Genuine. But catfishing happens. Yes, it does. Um, People can, you know, I mean, end of the day, when all someone is, is text on a screen, you have no way of really proving that the person behind that text on the other screen, halfway around the world, is who they say they are. You'd like to believe that they are, mm-hmm. but you actually don't, can't prove that 100%. So for for youth especially, and I mean, scouters take note, like this is, you know, if you're hosting Jota Jody events, these are things that you should be um, mm-hmm. considering. Do you expect to be a fairly controlled environment? Right. Right. But still, I mean, youth should never give out their full names. Um, 
youth should never give out home addresses, phone numbers, um, what school they go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. They can mail badges to your sco- to your trooper, you know, packer. Yeah, I yeah. think there are post offices that yep. you can you can utilize for for those kinds of things. That's true know? too. Yeah, you can mail just... it to a post office. Yep, send it to a post office, or I mean, an adult scouter could probably volunteer to be the pass through point, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I mean, <coughs> as an adult scouter. Uh, Anytime you give out your home address online, there is an element of risk that attends yes. that. But generally speaking, as an adult, you're more able to assess whether that's, you know, a risk you want to take and take on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so yeah, you as the scouter could then be the pass-through point for badges. Um, it all depends on your comfort level uh, would be my, uh, would be my, you know, guidance on that. Exactly. I mean, if someone's got a PO box, that's the best thing. Yeah. Or, or just talk to the, like the, the, you can do a hold for pickup letter at at depots, right? Right. So, you know, all, all they need to, to mail it really is the address and the postal code of the, or the zip code of the, the nearest post office. Right. And they will hold the letter there for you. Yeah. That's not a bad thing to set up either. Um, If you receive an email or other internet communication that seems strange or unusual, I mean, youth members, bring it up with your scouter or if there's a parent around. Mm. Um, And if you are ever asked to meet or for any personally identifying information, just just don't. Don't reply. (laughs) Don't do anything to acknowledge that the message has been received. Get your leader or one of your parents involved just to be safe. <laughs> Relatedly to this, and I mean, like this is this is all just stuff I'm pulling from the the Joda Jody website. But you know, sort of relatedly to this, or yeah, is that IRC has a couple of different chat modes. IRC has public channels, mm. but then you can individually message another IRC user. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, even on ScoutLink. This is allowed, Mm -hmm. but tread carefully, right? Scouters supervising Joda Jody events. Yeah. You know, be very careful of your youth members entering into private chats with others. Scouters participating in Joda Jody events, be very careful of youth members entering into private chats with you. Yes. Um, Because, you know, I mean, this is really just, you know, an extension of... Um, you know, a lot of the other child and youth safety policies that are becoming very, very common in scouting movements, uh, pretty much worldwide. Um, certainly in North America here, you know, mm-hmm. the, the whole idea of 2d leadership yep. is, is, uh, key. And I mean, when it's just, you know, uh, a, a young scout messaging you a scouter, well, you're technically outside the auspices of too deep at that point right mm-hmm. you know it and it's just not not a good situation to be in so you know scouts participating in scout link be very very cautious about direct messaging and getting into the private messages with another person online especially someone who you really have no idea who they actually are and scouters just avoid it in general <laughs> just don't go there mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, an element of uh, caution just needs to be exercised. Um, with 
with the older youth, it's probably less less so of an issue because they're familiar. They've navigated these waters before. They may be more familiar than the scouters. Yeah, um, I I would say that the the care and attention needs to be on those younger sections where um, they are. This is kind of their maybe their first uh, uh, experience. Uh, with online chat rooms or messaging services, that kind of thing. Hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of youth might have had. I mean, they're they're going to have had some exposure to this at home anyway. Right. However, you know, as with many things with scouts, there people can come from all kinds of different home backgrounds and situations, and scouting sort of provides a way to, you know, to provide as much guidance as possible to youth in many different aspects. Yep. Because, I mean, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these techniques and, and practices and, and just things to keep in mind for keeping safe online, I mean, it's not like they stop applying once Jota Jody ends, right? You know, anytime right. you're putting yourself out online, there are certain things that you should try and avoid doing in general, especially with people who you really have no idea who they are, mm-hmm. um, which, let's face it, is the vast majority of people you meet online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there really has to be this cognizance of a level of risk, right? It's highly unlikely you've won the national lottery of a foreign country. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Very unlikely. And if someone's asking you money with the promise of giving you money That's what you call a tenfold flag. <laughs> that that might be a bad suggestion. Yeah. Or even if someone says, you know, hey, I think we should meet. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Maybe why? loop a parent in at that point. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is it that we have to meet? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? I mean, I mean. To be fair, I have made friends online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some very good friends. I've mm-hmm. flown out and met these people, and it's been wonderful. But a, I was an adult, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, the risk was mine, and I was willing to assume it. But you know, B. It wasn't like a spur of the moment thing. It wasn't like I was talking to my friend Paul for 10 minutes and then he said, hey, fly out to Sudbury. Yeah. Because, you know, months and months. And yeah. and you there was common interest in probably where you, topics, right. where you met and then like the, the commonality across topics. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Or, you know, like again, my friend Joe, I mean, commonality across topics. He gave me a bunch of stuff that I posted onto another of the websites that I run, mm-hmm. um, you know, related to an old series of computer games. Um, and even then, like the first time I met him, it was in a context where I'd been invited out to that part of the United States on a completely separate thing. And I just happened to be in the area and I'm just like, well, Hey, you know, like we should loop Joe into this Mm -hmm. because, uh, it was, it was kind of related to video games. Right. So I'm just like, well, you know, like my friend lives close by, like we should totally bring him in on this because he'd be right up for this. So again, Experience. Yeah. Not a spur of the moment thing. Mm -hmm. Experience. And I mean, again, I was personally an adult when all of this happened. If you're a youth member, definitely involve your parents. You Mm -hmm. know, don't just assume that someone you've met online who wants to actually meet you in person is who they say they are and has the best intentions at heart. That's right. Unfortunately, that is kind of the world that we do live in. So, you know, um, Now, of course, we've been talking mostly about IRC, and really that is still where a lot of Joti happens. But as mentioned, Scoutling maintains Minecraft servers. They also maintain TeamSpeak servers. So if you want to get um, voice chat in there as well. Okay. And I know Scouting Radio are trying to host 
Skype conversations. Oh, okay. So now audio is one thing, right? Because, you know, it's, I mean, again, you, you can't see anybody. You're just talking right now. You can oh, hear but, voices, <clears throat> but even the inflection and the intonation gives you far more information than you get just from the text. True, but not enough to violate mm. FOIP. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, um, and that's kind of the one thing is like, if you're, there are opportunities now to engage in, you know, video chats with other scout groups and really cool thing if you can take advantage of it, mm-hmm. but equally considerations for youth members, of course, you know, like right. there's, there is a bit of a safety consideration yep. to keep in mind there. Mm-hmm. And for scouters, well, I think now you're into photo release country. Yes. <laughs> Which is interesting because I did not go that, that route when you, when you were talking about like the video, the video chatting and, and that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that would be a neat way to, to interact with scouts, mm. you know, from it all over the place. I mean, all over I'm the not place. saying it isn't. I'm and saying that, it, oh. it actually would be a really neat way to do it. But right. at that point, I think you're but, probably, you know, the in the realm of needing to sign a photo release. Because here's the thing. It fits a Google Hangout. If it's Skype, those can be recorded. Right. Right. At yep. that point, your image is going out over the internet and you don't have perfect certainty that it can't be rebroadcast right. at a later time. Right. Like the Vegas of old. What happens on the internet stays on the internet. <laughs> and you know what? I don't mean to make that sound like a bad thing. I don't want to make it sound st- like I'm trying to fear uncertainty yeah. and doubt my way through this. Yes. But I am saying, yeah, you're We're sending not- out video over the internet. Most of the technologies that are utilized for that these days have the ability to record and rebroadcast. Yes. Therefore, the reasonable assumption is that a recording and rebroadcasting could happen Uh in whole or in part. And so you need to make sure for all the members present, all the youth members present, that they are aware. Actually, even for the adult members present too, that they're aware of this and that, you know, a photo release has been obtained. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because not ever, this is actually a question that we had uh, come up within the beaver colony because, um, you know, a couple of the scouters, mm-hmm. uh, myself included, I mean, you know, we like taking pictures at the events because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just mm-hmm. for posterity and for the February slideshow at the BP banquet. Right. Um, which are things that stay within the group. But mm-hmm. a new parent came up and she was concerned. She's just like, so where do you, like, what is the deal with, with photos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just like, well, I mean, we're allowed to take photos within meetings. And I'm certainly, you know, I'm, I'm more than encourage parents to share photos with mm-hmm. the other parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in the process of setting up homeroom to kind of give us a way of doing that. Right. Uh, privately. Um, or just like, you know, within our group and then I can moderate who has access and who. Right. But. Um, well, and that can be something like on, on Facebook too. Like, uh, uh, you know, if you have a public setting that you haven't you haven't adjusted right that, that's that's out there yep that throws it out there and everybody can have a look at it yeah but yeah that's the point too is that if you're going to you know so it's fine to you know take photos at, a, at an event mm-hmm. and it's fine to share that with other people who were also at the event mm-hmm. but if it's going to be publicized any further than that if it's going to go up yeah on a facebook page if it's going to go up on a website if it's going to go up on your personal photography portfolio um Make sure that there are photo releases for yes. everybody who's in frame. Hmm. 
which yes is a lot of paperwork but if, but most most groups would do something like that on the front end for yeah. photo release forms. yeah i think actually there's i thought there was a photo release baked into the registration now mm. well and i mean we're probably at, as First time goes on this i think we're still in the phase where people are figuring out how to incorporate this stuff into the reality of the online world mm. just because you know this again this is all these changes are technology are relatively new yep. i think you know down the road this will stuff will probably have settled down a bit and will be extremely normal mm. but but yeah no right now things are there are considerations like like this online safety image which mm-hmm. might not even be a bad thing to talk to yep talk to youth about and i mean again like a lot of these things can actually really go to enhancing the fun of the joti experience like it's again off of the website some of the things they recommend is you know ways to make it more fun is mm-hmm. uh, use a scanner to scan pictures and logos of your scout group and or the place where you live oh. sort of the general place where you live 3d printers how much yeah. cool stuff oh. can you do with 3D printers? That, yeah. 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 Yeah, that would be a new thing now, I guess, mm-hmm. eh? It's sending a 3D, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, so like, you know, it, it would be one thing to send a picture of, say, Edmonton, like a, a map of Edmonton to mm-hmm. someone at the other with end of the With its completed discussion. ring, ring road. road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so it'd be one thing to, to send that, right? I mean, if you're going to send like, here is a map of my community and my house is circled in... Don't, don't, don't. don't. No, 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 no. But yeah, sure, by all We means. meet here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this time on here's this day. Here's my school. Here's my people calling me. No, 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 no. But sure, I mean, put out a map of Edmonton and, you know, like share that with people, right? Because, you know, they they want to know. Here, here um, are some tur- tourist spots like the the mall. Oh, the mall. The mall. Um, <laughs> things like that. Or, um, again, you know, like connect a microphone and use something like TeamSpeak or Discord mm-hmm. that allows you to have an audio discussion. One of the suggestions they give, though, borrow a digital camera, or I guess nowadays it could be a phone, and, you know, just share the occasional snapshot of the participants in the room, right? Yeah. Um, or another one could be, you know, um, do kind of the same via a webcam. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like post shots of the venue that you happen to be in. Um, But again, as you increase the level of exposure, and especially once it goes into the visual realm, just make sure that you've got everyone's permission for that. You know, make sure that everyone's on board with that. Make sure their parents are on board with that. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the youth are in our care. So we scouters do have to just accept that there's going to be paperwork that comes with that and do Mm it. Yep. We've talked a lot about Jota or Joti. I think we should just loop back and talk a little bit about Jota because you know what? It is still a thing. I mean, this is what it started as and it still happens. The expectation, of course, is that, you know, radio operators should operate their stations in accordance with national licensing and stations should use, um, stations should call CQ Jamboree or answer scout stations calling to establish contact. You can use any authorized frequency, um, but there are some agreed-upon scouting frequencies, which you can find at jodajody.info. Um, so, and I just point out, if somebody sends you to find a box of frequencies, it's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, so like for example, uh, 
for 80 meters, um, 3.940 megahertz and 3.690 megahertz are the World Scout calling frequencies where those frequencies are authorized for use. Uh, for 20 meters, 14.290 megahertz. Okay. Like I say, there's a whole list on uh, jodajody.info. It seems like a pretty well laid out website that has uh, yeah, a lot a of lot, useful, a lot of good information. So a lot of useful information. Perhaps a link in the show notes. Oh, I think there'll be a few links in the show notes to you mm-hmm. know particular pieces of information. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I think, key point, maybe a good point to wrap up on, or almost wrap up on. We'll call it the mm-hmm. penultimate point. Joda and Joti aren't a contest. The idea isn't to contact as many other stations over you know uh, over the radio or to join as many IRC channels as possible. Mm-hmm. or even to necessarily talk to as many people as possible. If for the entirety of your Jota or Joti experience, you talk to like one person mm-hmm. or one scout group, that's fine. You know, you have done well mm. because you've made a contact. You've shared the scouting experience with someone from a completely different part of the world. And that's great. <clears throat> It's, yeah, it's just, it's not a race. You're not trying to, you know, well, catch them all. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say there, there is no, like, uh, I imagine there is a crest for participating in Joda Jody. Um, um I you, believe you, you could know what? get I think one. There's a crest. I mean, there's a big crest looking graphic on the site here. So yeah, I'll actually have to see about that if I can find a way one. to, but and that being said, it's not like there's one that says, you know, you have to. Like the the requirements of the crest are that you contact like eighty people. It's it's yeah, really you're, about you're, you're not trying to level qu- up here. It, it's about quality. Let's 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 talk about quality. <laughs> let's have let's have good conversations. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, if you're fortunate enough to have many conversations and they're all good, great. But if you have one really good conversation and you you get to know somebody from the other side of the globe or even from just an adjacent country or an adjacent city, you know, it's consider it a win. Yeah. Yep. So how can you, oh, actually, you know, it is actually worth noting too, that there is, um, so <clears throat> Jody Jody happens over the whole weekend and it actually isn't just for scouts. Um, the guides participate as well. Okay. Is that a new thing or is that something that's... I don't know how long they've been doing it actually, but it's definitely not new this year. Okay. Okay. But anyways. Fair enough. New is relative for us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. New is definitely relative for us when, you know, we've lived through the entire history of internet conversation or nearly the entire history of internet conversation. Yes. There is one other part of Joda that's worth talking about, Joda Jody, uh, which is Jampa's stands for Jamboree Puzzle. Optionally, uh, for those of you participating either over the air or over the internet, um, this is something you can take part in. Uh, this is a newer thing. Okay, so this dates back to 2010. And the idea is basically that you're swapping identity codes with other participants that you interact with. When you sign up, and we'll talk about the sign up process in a minute, when you sign up, you're given an identity code. Okay, or a, an ID code. Um, only only locations that are registered via the actual sign-up site get these codes, and um, 
only one person needs to register to get the code. The codes are unique for each year. And the idea is simple. Every time you make contact with some with another location during the weekend, you ask for and you record their ID and they record yours. Um, there are, I'll, there's, I can throw a link in the show notes for like a little sample document. The idea is, of course, to make contact with scouts and guides and other participants um, in a variety of countries. But it's not simply about the number of contacts you make. It's about conversation. So, you know, I mean... <clears throat> Spend time talking with them. There's no prize for collecting the greatest number of IDs. After Jota Jody, um, they'll ask each location, so each ID code, to provide us with some statistical information on, you know, just how they did during the course of, of the Jamboree and how many different groups they talked to. Um, because this kind of helps them make, helps them to gauge the success of the Jamboree and mm-hmm. also helps them plan for the next one. Mm-hmm. So you get your little ID as part of the sign-up process. And signing up is actually pretty straightforward. So the first thing you want to do is you want to create yourself a profile at scout.org. Uh, this gives you, ac- that at that point, you've actually got access to all the web pages that you need. And um, then all you have to do is go to world-jodajody.info slash sign up for jodajody again link in the show notes and click the big blue sign up today button and that's it you'll get an email with your id code welcoming you to jodajody and away you go mm-hmm. once you signed up you can you know um look up lists of the different registered participants by country. So like there's many from Canada that are participating, a few from a few of those from Alberta. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, at that point you're in the pipeline for all the information that you need to participate and you can still sign up. Like signups are open. You can sign up today. It's free. By yeah. the time this episode goes live, it's only going to be October uh, 5th ish. So there's still a, a week and change before. Uh, yeah, you've still got before the event nine days to sign up for the event. Basically, yeah. eight nine days to sign up. So, um, by all means, if you haven't, would totally encourage you to do so because you know what, this is a, a really great opportunity. Happens once a year to interact with your fellow scouts around the world without having to fly somewhere to meet them. <laughs> yeah, the low the low budget jamboree, if you will. Right. Yeah, but it'll it'll work. I mean, like we've got the Cubs. We're gonna go uh, camp out in the Lansdowne Hall for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I've got a bunch of computers in the back room there that I'm gonna spin up and make sure that uh, they're all ready to go. Mm-hmm. So then you know we can have yeah, put IRC clients on a bunch of them, and maybe if if uh, enough photo releases, uh, if I have photo releases for everybody, I'll see about taking advantage of some of the scouting radio uh, Skype channels. Yep. No, that would be a, I, I, I believe that would be a neat experience to have. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just little atom powered workstations, so they're not mm. powerful enough to run Minecraft, but whatever. <laughs> Can't do it all. Can't do it all. That's right. Well, you know, I mean, again, it's, this is called a jamboree too. And you know, it's this, you know, this is a way for people from different parts of the country, all different parts of the world to get together and connect. But that's that's something that's also been part of scouting from the very beginning. I think the first world jamboree was within 10 years of the founding of the movement. So scouting, you know, scouting has been bringing together people from all across the world for a long, long time. Yep. And we're just finding new ways to do that. 
So, all right. Um, uh, you got any shout outs? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a. I, I have uh, more of a mumble, not really a shout out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. That, that, that was the equivalent of my shout out. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, as always, a, uh, a big thank you to the folks at Scouting Radio for rebroadcasting Scouting yes. Stuff episodes to their worldwide audience. Um, thank if you. If you are listening to us on Scouting Stuff, or on Scouting Radio, rather, right now, if you're listening to Scouting Stuff on Scouting Radio, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but, you know, equally, let us know. Reach out and mm. get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can uh, do that in a few different ways. Email, of course, scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com and there'll be a link there to leave us a voice message. You can record us a short little audio message if you like. You can follow us on Twitter at SSYSK Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash scoutingstuffpodcast. Um, and you can leave us a review on iTunes or now Stitcher, I think, actually also has a review feature built in. So uh, another thing you can avail yourself of. And uh, I guess, too, since I'm a page admin there as well, um, Scouting Radio is also back on Facebook, so give them a like as well. Um, I guess they previously had a Facebook page, but then they had to shut it down, so now they're back. Hooray! Yes. All right. So, Joe to Jody, hope to see you all online. I know I'll be popping on for at least a while on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, until next time. Be prepared.